Austin did the reading this week too. Hey, let's Ooh. go. And I was like, Austin, you could be a guest. And he's like, I'm not allowed on the podcast. I'm not neurodivergent. I'm like, you could be. But like, does that mean he can't be on the podcast or he can't be neurodivergent? Why not both? Because I mean, that just sounds like you're going to like incapacitate him somehow. <laughs> he, he's allowed. Like, With how people ball. talk about how I treat my husband, that sounds like it would track. I don't also. actually treat him poorly, but. It's fine. Also, knowing the few things I know about your husband, I would not. I would be very surprised if he was entirely neurotypical. I know. Me and him have had talks about it, but he's just—he's just going to exist, and I'm fine with that. We don't argue with it. Welcome to the ADHD Book Club, the only book club podcast that forgets we had a reading assignment until 30 minutes before it's due. I'm Universal Catboy. You can use any pronouns you want from me as long as you're talking about me. That's all I want. You can call me Cole. I am the train conductor of the ship ride here to ensure we don't stray too far from the path. Today, we are discussing Circe by Madeline Miller, chapters one and two. With me, as always, we have one of the three permanent guests i was like no you gotta you gotta say who you gotta pick we have to pop right. there's these popcorn are the rules tevin. hey that's me i'm tevin you can call me beals or beals and f or beals and f or something like that or teals I, or teals that's a new one for me because it's that's tevin and beals uh i like it honestly it's it's kind of kind of i like it i'm gonna, I'm gonna work with it uh i just work here him pronouns for me um i'm the one who i didn't forget until 30 minutes before i had a late shift but I did read, finish reading the thing about mm, 12 minutes ago. So uh, then also coming up next is... You have to popcorn. You're right. Oh, that's right. You did popcorn. <laughs> we're so bad at this. It's, it's so okay. We're, 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 we're a new podcast. It's fine. We're living our best life. We're on our second <laughs> book. We'll get it on the third book. We'll get it. Um, I feel like forcing the newbie in here. So, Cosmic. Oh, oh my. Hello. My name is... Veronica, but I am Cosmic Egg mostly, so you can call me Cosmic, you can call me Egg. I go by both. Yeah, I'm here along for the ride, for the Cersei ride. But anyway, I suppose my role here is I am the little the little rat that crawls around the library at night, and sometimes Matcha catches me. In Do her. you live in the walls with Marty? I live in the walls with Marty. Yeah, we love it. We're roommates. Yeah, we are tenants of walls. And it's wonderful there. Um, speaking of, uh, let, let, let's turn it over to Marty. Tenets are the walls. I love that. Hi, my name is Marty. I use she, they pronouns. Um, I am the snack bringer as well as oddities collector of uh, the book club. Um, yeah, I, I live with Cosmic in the walls. And uh, we will probably steal your left socks. Um, the left one. Just okay, the left one. Okay, my cat will eat the right one. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I think I got everything. And up next, we have the most wonderful. <gasps> Is that a cat? Oh, I thought it was a cat. Sorry. Carry on. Matcha. Hi, I'm Matcha Mello. I am the head librarian of the book club. And I am here to ask, what's your favorite Greek deity? And that's an actual question for all of you. So answer it. Athena. 
There we go. I actually dressed up as Athena when I was a senior in high school. Did you get the TikTok songs of Athena? Cole, I expect you to sing it for me, please. I actually... You are Athena. Yeah. Badass in the arena. Unmatched witty and queen of the best strategies we've seen. If you're looking for an answer... We're going to get copyright struck. Stir- stir- I do stir- not stir- sing stir- nearly as well as either of those two people. No, it's actually just as good as a TikTok, and that's why we're going to get a copyright strike. Yeah. Thank you for saying that properly, because I was really struggling with the word stricken. I got you. I appreciate it. Only you. Roman, no Greek. No. Fuck. The Romans just blatantly copied the Greek. Uh, what are you did. talking about, <laughs> they Austin? Did. They did. They, they did. weren't even subtle about it like Christianity was. <laughs> was Christianity subtle or... Actually, I'm not going to finish that. This, you know what? We've said worse. So All right. Other people. Uh, other people's favorite gods from <gasps> Artemis. Artemis is good. I like Artemis. Artemis. My favorite uh, mythology god from Greek mythology is probably... Oh, fuck. I'm not familiar with that deity. Uh, it's 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 Hermes. It's always Hermes. If you're not sure, it's Hermes. No, it's Cerberus because he's a puppy and I love puppies. He's not a god, but like, you know. He basically it. is. He's an immortal dog, isn't he? So like, I think that qualifies. He's only ever talked about in regards to Hercules' labor. So there's actually no real like basis on like much about him. Uh, other than that, he drools poison and has three heads and guards the underworld. I would assume if you guard the oh. underworld, you're probably immortal. Just like my ex. Mostly the three heads and drooling poison part. I would hope that Cerberus is cuter than your ex. Probably. Uh, Cosmic? So, is it just like, well, you just said Cerberus, so I guess it's not just like Libyan gods. You can do whatever you want. There are no real rules here. Basically, the question is, who's your favorite mythic creature at this point? (laughs) I'm trying so hard not to base my answer off of like, Hades? Hades Yeah, no, 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 no. you you had no idea how hard it was to be like, well, I really like Percy Jackson as a kid, so Poseidon, but also, I really like Laura Olympus, so Hades and Persephone? So, okay, if we're basing it off of Hades, I love, like, primordial camps, and I love Nick, but if we're basing it off of, like, other non-Hades, I would say, if I'm going with Olympians, I would say... I appreciate, I also appreciate Artemis. I think she's kind of a badass. Can I ask a quick question? Yeah. Sure. Can I ask um, how you and Macha know each other? Is it through like stream? Is it, is that a weird thing to ask? No, that's not a weird thing to ask. We met via stream. I don't remember. One of us rated into each other somehow. Do you remember better, Cosmic? Because I should yeah, know. Yeah, I think it was actually through like Valorant. Through like yeah. a new, like Valorant game. And then that was a that whole yeah. <laughs> Fun. And then we had some annoying like users in our chat. Yeah, and we well, bonded through annoying users in chat. And you know, that's just how it works. It worked. It did out. Be like that. It did. It's good. It's good. I am going to read the summaries real quick. Okay. Uh so we begin chapter one with Cersei's day of her birth. Even though like she's a nymph through her lineage, Cersei has difficulty relating to her mothers and her aunts and her cousins. Her mother, do you guys how do you guys want to say her mom's name? Purse? I was just like thinking Perse. Perse? Perse? I have no idea. Because I know her Perse. son is Perse's. To be honest, I don't remember her name. Yeah, it's I was P-E-R-S-E. like, P-E-R-S-E. I just remember she has a fat ass. We got right. to talk I'm about Perse. it. Perse. I'm going to say Perse. Perse is fine. Perse is fine. Perse is uh, fine. So her mother, Perse, is very good at like manipulating people. And she's like, she, uh, she caught the eye of Helios. And he was like, hey, do you want to come back to my place? And she's like, no, not unless I become the queen. And no one else can sleep with you except for me. Girl boss. And 
Helios was like, haha, that's such a novel, fun idea. Let's do it. Uh... <laughs> the E is long. Fucking per- Titan. Percy. Percy? I guess Percy per is, yeah. Percy. So they go back, they have a few kids, and until the gods start forbidding Helios and Perse from having more children because the other, uh, I, because uh, Cersei says like they didn't realize what the what they were, what her and her siblings were at the time. So when Cersei is born, uh, Helios basically tells Percy that like, hey, the best this this person will do is be maybe like a mortal prince for a suitor, and Percy was like, ah, no, let's make a better one then immediately after she's born. So. Quick Cersei ends it. up, yeah. Cersei ends up in the care of one of her aunts, who names her Cersei after a hawk, because apparently Cersei has a very shrill voice. She spends most of her time just at her father's feet while he's in their little domain, and when she's not, she's just like lonely and sad and doesn't want to be around anybody else. Her siblings, Pacify and Percy's, just kind of uh, annoy her a bunch, and so she just tends to avoid them. At the end of chapter one, we see Helios take her on a flight across the sky. Helios being the Titan of the sky. And she, we see her like feel a little bit bad about some humans that are going to be put to death because of Helios's actions. Chapter two, we have news about Prometheus's punishment for defying Zeus and giving fire to mankind. They talk about how Olympians rose to power by defeating the Titan Kronos with Zeus, with Hera and Zeus uh, tricking him, eating the rock, or not Hera, Gaia, my bad. Uh, and then how Zeus makes Kronos cough up all the other children, and then they all cut him to pieces and overthrow the titans and make the olympian gods powerful and we see hundreds of years have passed but the wounds of the battle remain and the titans see prometheus's punishment as indicative for uh the olympian aggressions they gather to discuss whether they're to come to defense of prometheus they being a bunch of just random like titans and gods in helios's castle palace domain court sure court works and helios is like no 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 don't be silly we'll wait we'll wait it's fine Zeus works good for now. Zeus is good enough for now. He points out that Prometheus' sentence is fitting for a god who allowed himself to be brought low by his affection to mortals. The punishment of Prometheus is a spectacle. Everyone, like, literally everyone shows up to watch this titan get punished by, he gets, like, whipped a bunch and a bunch by one of the Furies. By Electo. Electo. Yes, one of the Furies. Scary Electo, mommy. So everyone knows that gods reheal, but, like, no god really feels, has, like, experienced pain. So, like, aha, what a novel, fun thing to watch. Eventually, they get bored, so they go and feast, and Cersei approaches Prometheus, giving, like, hey, I can give you some nectar to help you out. And he's like, sure, I'll tell you about some mortals. He describes them a bit, uh, singling out death as something that all mortals share. And this encounter with Prometheus strengthens uh, Cersei's desire to learn more about the mortals. And that's about everything we read. It was a bit longer-winded. I feel like you still paraphrase the summaries because they're like so long. Yeah, no, I pair I, I summarize the summaries is how long those summaries were. So Austin is saying it's like pear C. Like the fruit. I fucking and then respectfully, C? Austin, I disagree. That's what Google told him. <laughs> respectfully, Google, we disagree. Respectfully, Google, pear C is a stupid way of saying that. <laughs> we can say it however we want. There, there are no rules here. They'll just be angry commenters and they can just boost it with their anger. Percy, because like yeah. Perseus, right? That's like I'm yeah. thinking. Of. It's like the. But I feel like the U the... changes it. But if you have, if you, all you're missing is the U.S., does that change it that much? I don't know. I'm not. I'm not good at that. So I'm of not. Gra- I'm not know. grammatically adept. And this is like ancient Greek at that. So. Yeah, we can say it how we want, and everyone will just deal with it. I'm gonna pronounce it, Carlos. Fun fact about my father: he always thought it'd be fun to have a kid whose name is Steve, but spelt it like 
T-I-M. <laughs> but it's pronounced what? Eve. <laughs> I actually recently, like very recently, had a conversation with my parents asking what my like my maybe name was. And it was almost something normal like Brandon. Uh, but my sister, whose name is Tia, was going to be named Cassandra. K-A-S-O-N-D-R-A. That's some white people shit. Oh, just wow. went crazy in that. <laughs> just Ooh. like, wow. My mom, from the moment she knew she was pregnant with me, knew my name was going to be Cole with a K, regardless of whatever gender I was. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> She was like, yep, I'm going to have a call with a K. I'm like, all right, uh, fucking YOLO. Is it YOLO? That's what you get. Nope, what I don't know. All right. I... Do you want to read the questions? Do you want me to read the questions? Do we want someone to read the questions? Some of them aren't questions. Some are just like statements. So the first one you have here is the very beginning of the book. You can tell Cersei sees herself as different from other nymphs, like how she doesn't belong with them. How do you think this feeling of difference will cause tension in the story? So my thing is like, she's not, she doesn't see herself as different from the other nymphs. She is fundamentally different, isn't mm -hmm. she? She is. Yeah. But she doesn't understand what she is. That's I true. don't feel like. Do we know what she is? No, I don't. No, not, not if you don't know any of the Greek mythology behind it, then no. It's funny because I do know the mythology behind it, and I still don't know. But it's been She's a, while. a sorceress, basically. Oh, okay, okay. Spoilers. Yeah, she has. <gasps> oh no. I will say, like, I do. I reading that, like, like nymph just kind of means bride. Yeah, can I read that language? passage? Do yes. you mind? Okay, let's go for it. Okay, so the very beginning of this book, the first chapter, it starts with when I was born. The name for what I was did not exist. They called me nymph, assuming I would be like my mother and aunts and thousand cousins least of the lesser goddesses our powers were so modest that they could scarcely ensure our eternities we spoke to fish and nurtured flowers coaxed drops from the cloud clouds or salt from the waves the word nymph paced out the length and breadth of our futures in our language it meant not just goddess but bride and i think like the tie between the idea of it being a nymph, meaning bride, just like it seals their fate in a lot of ways, right? Imagine, like, yeah, literally from the moment you're born, your entire future is just like, yeah, you will just be married to somebody. Good fucking luck. The very first conversation about her being like, oh, yeah, she's not even going to be good enough for a god. Like, there's yeah. you know, some mortal yeah. prince. Yeah. Yeah. Like, right mm -hmm. when she comes out of the womb, like, she hasn't even opened her eyes yet or like hasn't even spoken, and they're like, Nah, we'll make another one. Let's go make another Pass. one. This one's not right. I would say also, like, even it's married if you're lucky. Because you think kind of like what we saw with Cersei's mom. Not like lucky, but like the Cersei's mom, like she got married because she wanted like to get more power. They could just be like, I'm gonna have sex with you and then leave. Yeah, there's a uh, it that's must be like I can't imagine how it would be just one because like I'm a guy and that's just never been an issue for me. <laughs> of like people just like, basing me down, just like, oh you're a guy, you gotta be this way. But, like, even back then, when you have no rights as a girl, it's like, I can't imagine just mm. how awful that must have been. Yeah, no, thank you. Yeah, and you can see throughout, like, especially, like, the first and second chapter, you can really see how much they value beauty, the sound of her voice, all of these things. Like, everything is just not good enough mm -hmm. in the realm of gods, right? I was particularly tickled by that one part. I don't know if tickled is even the right word, because also, like, what the fuck? But also it makes sense because of the world she's in. But when Cersei goes to see the cows and the two girls are there, they're like, at first they're like kind of nice to her. They're like, oh, like, you're, don't worry about your eyes. They're not that bad. And she's like, oh, they're like your eyes. They're like, oh, honey, no, no we're pretty. You're like, um, 
uh, you're you. Like, you're your team. It, it very much was like, no, no, no. Our eyes are golden. Your eyes are yellow. Yeah. Yeah. There was one thing I found very, like, interesting, just the the tone of these conversations. Like, you're talking, the question being, like, how much will it cause tension in the story? And I'm sure there will be, like, forms of tension and whatnot. But, like, even just how things are said, how casual the, I think they called them barbs, like, the mm-hmm. insults are. Um, mm-hmm. Like, it's so matter-of-fact. It's so, like, yeah, the, you, I don't know, whatever. Um <laughs> It's yeah, th- kind yeah. of fascinating. Like, I know gods are petty, especially, like, Greek gods are petty, but, like, damn. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I feel like that's kind of how it is for them, because, like, it's, like, pretty is a form of essentially currency, and it's kind of like saying, yeah, you broke. Like, damn, it hurts, but it's true. And, like, obviously not the same for beauty, because beauty is subjective, but, like, they, essentially what they did when she was born determined her worth. And, like, okay, yeah, and, like, I feel like we're she doesn't really take offense to it i mean it it hurts but i mean no one is really questioning it because it's just like yeah it is a statement of fact like yeah you're not pretty well and i think like helios is being the like titan of like prophecies as well where he's able to kind of see the future and know the fates of people to an extent i think too that oh gosh it's gone i had it in a thought and then it went away welcome to the adhd book club (laughs) it was a good thought too i'm sad I'm sorry for interrupting it. No, it's okay. No, you're great. You're fantastic. Don't worry about it. It will come back if it was important, probably. Maybe. Maybe. Uh, you should move on to the next one. If it comes back, comes back. Yeah. Don't yeah. wait for me. Right. <laughs> I'll catch up. How do you think Cersei deals with the ideas of her being viewed as a lesser goddess or nymph? Do you resonate with the concept of being more than what you are perceived? I personally say I feel like the opposite's more normally true, where I think people constantly overestimate my abilities same especially like at work like my two supervisors love me they think i'm such a hard worker but i'm just like i don't do jack shit around here what the fuck are you guys talking about i feel like the work thing hits close to home i mean i mentioned that i worked late today it wasn't because i was getting stuff done quite the opposite i'm pretty sure i'm further behind today than i was yesterday (laughs) (laughs) and i worked i worked longer than my shift Ah, you know it, it do be that way sometimes they're like thank you i'm like why <laughs> i kind of feel both um because on one hand yeah but on the other hand like i feel like especially growing up as like adhd and autistic people at one point just kind of gave up on me and assumed i couldn't do anything and yeah it shit sucks <laughs> yeah i agree it's like especially in the time that like i guess cersei is in right now it's like relatable to I mean, we could probably all relate it to, like, adolescence and, like, you know, you're kind of seen one way and, you know, you, it kind of feels like you're um, trying to dig through or trying to, like, help prove that, hey, I'm more than this. I'm more than just, like, this kid that you're putting into a box or, like, pigeonholing and stuff. And it's like, yes, these were your first impressions of me. Yes, maybe I'm not as pretty as x and y and z maybe i'm not like the standard but that doesn't mean i'm worthless but like in this in this culture in like Cersei's world that is what it means so no one has really given her a chance yet mm-hmm. to and show think... that she is Sorry. something yeah go ahead. Yeah, very true and i think that like i remembered my point when you were talking which is great so i think something that's really per- per- pervasive throughout this first two chapters is that there's this crazy amount of abuse that she just doesn't realize is abuse 
Right. And so when you're growing up with that, when that is your whole world, when that is normalized, you don't know what it's like not to have that. And so she just, she doesn't shrug it off, but she doesn't get hurt by it the same way. Or at least she doesn't show her hurt of it the same way at this point. And I think that's a really interesting thing to think about because she's just begging for her father's attention. That's all she cares about. He is her son, her literal son, right? And so it's, but he doesn't pay her much mind. Even when they go and visit the cows, right? It's about the cows. He wants to show off to her. He wants more adoration from her. It's never about what she wants. I was just going to say, it's not like father-daughter bonding time. It's like, look at all these great things that I have. <laughs> yeah, and then later, they're like, also, he fucks the cows. And you're like, what? Fucks the cats. Um, anyway, but I actually thought, I, actually thought I, don't, I don't know if I mentioned this, I thought there was actually kind of an interesting parallel because between that and also when she talked about how, like, she didn't know it, but like, for example, like the pain, it was like, yeah, like she knew that it was pain, but she'd never felt pain. She didn't know what it was actually like. Um, and so I felt like, kind of felt like it was like that. Like, it's like, yeah, this thing that we know exists, and like, we're like, hey, that's a problem. Like, she knows it might, I don't know. I felt like there was kind of like a parallel because it's like, she didn't really know, I guess, like you said, much, like, know any better. Like, it was normal. Uh, I'm going to skip three and four, because that's kind of stuff we've been talking about a lot already. Uh, Cersei's amused when her mother is made hangry by Helios, like, whenever Helios just wouldn't have time for her. What do you think their relationship is like, and do you think it's justified? Between her, Cersei's parents? Cer uh, between... Cersei and her yeah. mother. Cersei and her mother. Percy. Oh. Percy. I feel like... And... <sighs> I don't know if it's gonna sound weird in our culture no that'd be fucked up but like in their culture like they're not married because they care about each other like she doesn't give a fuck about cersei cersei means nothing to her like that one part where she's like dumbass like when her kids made fun of her like she didn't do anything she laughed with them making fun of her kid so i think in their culture it makes perfect sense because cersei again like if beauty is a currency cersei doesn't give anything to her mother so her mother didn't care about her so i think it makes sense in the world that she's in but on the outside, I'm like, mm, that's messed up. Well, they talk about, too, that, like, every time her mother has a child, they give her, like, the necklace or whatever it was. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, that's more value to her than the mm -hmm. children. Yeah. Yeah, that one line where it says she can have children by other husbands, but other husbands didn't give Amber beads. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, that's so it's about that. detailed it's about very that. clearly, yeah, yeah, what she thought about the kids. Mm-hmm. But it does also seem like a lot of her cruelty because Cersei is so different and because like they don't really see a future for her that she is like kind of extra cruel to Cersei and kind of out of her way to be cruel to her. So I think it's like, I don't know, when she's amused by her mother being rejected by Helios, it's kind of justified and it's kind of like, yeah, take that bitch. Yeah, I'm getting this all the time. You can take yeah, it a few right. times here. Yeah. yeah. So how do we think like Cersei views Helios then? Because uh, like the narrator overall seems to re like the overarching narrator seems to resent him, but like for when we see her from like the young point of view, she seems almost reverent of him. Oh, I think Cersei worships him. The ground he works walks on, like well, literally, she's at his feet at all times. Yeah, yeah. She wants his love. That's the one thing in the world I think she wants. I think she also looks to him a lot, like, for, for her own sense of identity. Because she's like, you know, I'm your daughter, but I don't feel like I fit in anywhere. So what do we have in common? And what can I learn from you 
that'll help me learn about myself. But I think that's a really good way to put it. Yeah. And I think she, she, I mean, she looks around her entire family for that, but I think Helios especially. And because he, like, actually gives her the time of day. Like, what a concept. (laughs) Barely. Yeah, he kind of gives him the time of day. That kind of reminds me when you say that, uh, just try, it's cosmic, right? Yeah, cosmic. Okay, sorry. My brain keeps doing this thing where it's like, nope, you got it wrong, bitch. So I hesitate. Anyway, um, I that reminds me. I actually we need again. Intense. I don't know if liked or tickled is the right. Well, it's funny because if I hover, hover over her screen, I, it literally tells me her name, but I just panicked. Um, Do you want anyway, me to hover over so it's always on stream? You can always see it. No, I would have to really, constantly move my mouse. I'd have to like pet her. And that's really, you add it like as like the, the as the UI. You just add like little text fonts. Uh, but I liked that one line where it was about how his castles are made out of obsidian. Yes, I was going to read that. Yeah, yeah. And it was said he didn't think about what the world was like when he was gone. I was yes. like, ooh. Classic I actually really Greek. want to read like the description of his palace because it's such beautiful imagery. Yeah. Yes, it is. So we have Oceanos, or this is from Oceanos, not Helios, but Oceanos' palace was a great wonder, set deep in the Earth's rock. Its high arched, its high arched halls were gilded, the stone floors smoothed by centuries of divine feet. Through every room ran the faint sound of Oceanos' river, sources of the world's fresh waters, so dark you could not tell where it, it, where it ended and the rock bed began. On its banks grew grass and soft gray flowers, and the unnumbered children of Oceanos, naiads and nymphs and river gods, otters sleek, laughing, their faces bright against the dusky air, they passed golden goblets among themselves and wrestled, playing games of love. In the mist outshining all that lily beauty sat my mother. That's such a beautiful I'm imagery. I'm laughing in Vacha's face because that was my exact reaction. I was like, is that a weird way to say that they're having sex? Yeah, what the no, fuck they, they fucking. Really oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's just a constant orgy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, that's absolutely what it is. I was the, like, the, the Greeks know how to do a few things. Or I was like, I'm too sexual for this. I don't know what this means. <laughs> Orgies are one of them, unfortunately, yes. Orgies are most of them. Yeah. I mean, to be honest, if you're immortal, you gotta pass the time somehow. Yeah. I mean... <laughs> Amuse yourself like, somehow. Do what Hephaestus does, just make things, and not babies. <laughs> they are making things! Hephaestus says, make war, not love. love. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds right. Can I can I read a thing Austin wrote in chat? Because I thought it was yes, really yes, good. Yes, yes. So he said, the thing... Sh- the thing she can be is her father's daughter. Her identity has otherwise been decided for her already, or so she's told. Which I think is really interesting. Like, she has been told, like, that is her worth. Basically. Austin's over here spitting facts in chat, and I'm trying to read them, but I keep getting distracted. He keeps spitting lines, and I'm like, yeah! Yeah! Anyway, you should join us next time, Austin. I told him he could be a, a guest. He, Everyone's yeah. staring, blinking. You don't have to have ADHD pressure on him into doing it. I can't sure do that. Does. I get really uncomfortable doing that. You guys can see her. I can't do it. From a young age, Cersei seems to love isolation. She doesn't want to grow up with nymphs. She doesn't want to go with the nymphs to gossip, and she likes to kind of sit in the halls of her father by herself. Why do you think that she just, like, does not relate to others nearly as much? As an autistic person? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you saying Cersei is autistic-coded. <laughs> no, actually, I'm like, girl. <laughs> no. But as, as a kid, I actually relate a lot to that, because I'd much rather be, like, sitting, like, I could entertain myself so much better. Like, I had such a wild imagination when I was a kid. Now it's just anxiety, so fuck me, I guess. Anyway, I had, like, the wildest imagination of my kid. I would have the time of my life just chilling by myself versus, like, trying to, like, constantly be, like, 
freaking out and solving puzzles, trying to figure out how to get along with people. Like I relate to that so much. Oh yeah. I, I think that's absolutely true. I like I can I can definitely see myself in that situation too, where it's just like trying to figure out the like social rules, especially during childhood and adolescence. Like I just never got it. Yeah, like, especially in a world where everyone already hates her. Yeah. Um, and I actually really love that line where it said she could run down the wall run down the hall with a torch and see how it trailed behind her. Like I saw that like so vividly. I was like, I liked it. I wrote another question, but I wanted to say it because I didn't want to forget it. But do you think Cersei's parents understand what she is? Because Cersei clearly doesn't. But do you think her parents understand? Like I I would assume and, not yet. That yeah. we're writing the story right now. But they they tell them not to have more children. Yeah, clearly I, someone I, does. I assumed that, that was like something that they were told eventually. Yeah, I thought that was something further on. And it's just like right yeah. now they're just looking like the her upbringing and childhood. Also, I don't think her parents give enough of a shit to think about it that much. That's what I'm thinking as well. They're like, that they're like, oh yeah, no, she's just different. So mm. yeah, whatever. Yeah, they're like, oh, that's Cersei. She's the weird kid. Yeah, exactly. They're not like thinking about like what she possibly could be. They're thinking about everything that she's not. Mm-hmm. Also, I don't know if this is going off topic, but I kind of like. I also really liked the line where, um. He, where Cersei is talking with uh, her dad. I can't remember his name. Wow. Um, Helios. Yeah, Helios. And he, and she said, uh, what would happen if a mortal looked at you? He said, they would die. And she said, oh, like, me too. I just kind of, sometimes I just kind of, like, inject a little bit more, like, childlike in And she's like, oh, me too? And he's like, no. Uh, yeah. But anyway, and then, then when she, and when she, like, stares at the logs all night trying to make him burst fire. But then he says, um, what if a, ma- a mortal saw me? He said the mortal would consider himself quite fortunate. So that also kind of can make me think about the way that she is perceived. Because, like, yeah, they think she's ugly. But to us, she'd be fucking gorgeous. Oh, like, yeah. yellow eyes, that's just beautiful. So that's just the thing I keep thinking about. And I'm just like, Cersei, I would treat you so right. No. But um, <laughs> <laughs> it's something I keep thinking about. It's like, yeah, like... To them, her voice probably sounds screechy like an mm. eagle, but to us, we're probably like, oh my gosh, Rihanna? <laughs> Ariana so, Grande? So am I allowed to say stuff about Cersei in the future? Because, like, I is that spoilers, technically? Well, like, Legend uh, Cersei or this like, specific like book Cersei? Like, Odyssey Cersei. Or, oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, I've read the Odyssey, so. I'm oh, actually, that was just speaking for me. You guys all have to so, speak for yourself. This is just like a retelling of the myths. Yeah. That being said, the myths are 4,000 years old. Yeah, is that a spoiler? So... Also, this book is going to go into a lot more detail than the myths. It will. Like, it's going to be like... Fine. Yeah, okay. I... You and I talked about spoilers for Cosmere during Mistborn shit, so... I have no or shame. Emperor Soul, so it's fine. <laughs> I have no shame. The The point I was going to make, because it ties to Marty's point about beauty, you is... what Austin said. Yeah, you can't spoil a two thousand five hundred year old story. Last season is actually ancient, <laughs> beautiful, <laughs> beautiful. But like, Odysseus really loves Cersei, right? Like she, he is very attracted to her. Granted, mm-hmm. there's a lot more going on there, obviously. But like, she is gorgeous by all accounts, rather than mm-hmm. the gods. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which kind of makes me wonder: like, is Hephaestus actually ugly? Or is Probably not. Ugly by God's Probably not. Also, they're all just really fucking assholes, and they're all, a lot of the reason they make fun of him because he limps. They're just like <laughs> disabled. Yeah, God's not <laughs> no, so that's hot. Literally how, that's literally well. how it is. <laughs> yeah, God's not so hot in terms of like 
emotional empathetic care no at all to be fair they're kind of supposed to be like the mirrors of like the worst parts of humanity they do great at that (laughs) (laughs) they're supposed to be like these egotistical assholes that reflect kind of like everything humans can be it's pretty entertaining though yeah indeed why do you think uh, prometheus refused to beg for a lesser punishment because he's a bad bitch period end of podcast pretty much (laughs) (laughs) that's a wrap uh, no, I think I that was, that, that was his last opportunity to be like, fuck you. That's a pretty big fuck you, though. Well, it's like a... Yeah, it's I the last one how... he'll get because he's going to be in pain for the rest of his life. Yeah. There I think he fu- also believed that, like, humans deserved it. Like, mm-hmm. humans deserved fire, right? Good I think he Prometheus. saw humans as like, better uh, than the gods did. Quite Not as well. translates to forethought, right? Or foresight. So he'd be able to like see like the potential that humanity has, and he was like, "Hey, I can just give him a little nudge, and we can make these wandering animals into wonderful things that can give us worship." Puppies, basically, basically. <laughs> and then pugs, and he's like, "I regret everything." Yeah, <laughs> pugs are humans' faults. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I will say there is uh, at least one breeder who's trying to like ethically make pugs, so like make them like still look pug-ish, but without any of the birth defects that come along with being pugs, and that's really cool. Is that yeah, possible? Yeah, that. like yeah, they don't you have, actually they don't give have them as, an actual nose. <laughs> it, it, it still looks like a pug, but they don't have that smushed-in nose, and their eyeballs actually fit into their skull. Oh, poor pugs. Poor pugs. There's just something about how you said that. I just. Oh. Have you a puck can literally yeah, lose eyeball right. by sneezing? So they'd, they'd have to restructure the entire pug to make it an ethical pug. So that's why I had questions. They just like, breed it with different dogs. Start, why don't you just start over? I mean, they should. Because people really <laughs> like it. pugs. That's the issue. Is people think pugs are cute. <laughs> Feel why you make that face? <laughs> because I heard, why don't you just start over? Not as start a new breed, but just uh, murder and, all pugs. Yes, yes thank you. What? No. Get Marty rid of the says murder all pugs. No! Ones. no! Hashtag Marty for pug murder. No! Marty hates pugs. Wow. Uh, okay. If I'm going to hate a breed, it's going to be a poodle because of the French. Uh, why do you think Cersei decided to show Prometheus kindness? Do you think that was smart of her to do? I feel like part of it is just her obsession with fire. She does like fire. I don't know if she even... I think she was just curious, honestly. Cause she's still kind of like a child, relative adolescent. So she's curious. So she wants to... Like, I think she's driven by curiosity. Kind of like she says, like, I don't know if I'm being kind. Like, I think she just... I think she's just driven by curiosity, I would say. But she, like, she's also like, hey, I can get you nectar to help heal you. I think she's also... maybe Maybe she doesn't realize it in the moment. But they're two kind of, like, characters who are in a way, in very different ways, sort of outcasts. Like, everyone is fucking mad at Prometheus for, like, you know, giving the humans fire. And everyone feels some type of way about Cersei because she's was she's different. wrong. Yeah. So I think, like, she, maybe, like, not consciously, but she felt some sort of connection to this guy that was hanging from their feeling. And thus, Nectar. <laughs> Dust nectar. Dust. And curious about like mortals and wanting to mm-hmm. learn more about what's what else is out there. Mm-hmm. She ain't finding it where she is right now. I'll yeah, she's like, oh, I want to know about mortals. This guy deals with portals. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> I want to know about literally anything else except for where I am right now. <laughs> it's how valid. Home. <laughs> except I like dad. Except for dad. Dad's cool. What's the cool? Dad's cool, even though he's abusive still. <laughs> Thanks, dad. Thanks, dad. Uh, uh. Speaking of being abusive, that was funny. That one part we went to show her the cows, and he's like, they're going to have this fixed by tomorrow morning. I'm like, or by tomorrow morning. I'm like, a scab? Oh, yeah, let me just fix this. I mean, I don't know. Maybe there's some extra God dynamics. I'm not getting there. The godly cows. But I'm like, oh, yeah, let me just heal this cow. I don't know. I'd probably just like rip off this gap and be like, it's gone. Wow. Speaking of the cows, and this might be a later question. It might be a nothing. It might have been something I misheard while driving in traffic and listening to this on an audiobook. <laughs> um, did the misnaming of the cows seem like a purposeful prank kind of thing? Or was it like a, oh, we don't even care enough? Or was it because I, they get replaced so much that we can't even keep track anymore? Uh, how do I you think read that, that as like a, they just didn't actually give a fuck as much as Helios did. Gotcha. So where they, they can't tell them apart. Thanks. Also, what a name for a cow, darling. Darling. I should mind the cow being like, so nice they named him twice. <laughs> <laughs> I, I found the quote. Cole. Okay, so like if you can't, that's not a big deal. I found I it. I, I didn't highlight it. About. Yeah, no, I found it. If you want to ask a question, I can read it. Okay, so why do you think it hurt Cersei to be asked if she was the daughter of Helios? So when she's talking to Prometheus, she says, or he says, you are a daughter of Helios, are you not? He said when he had finished, and I'd step back. Yes, the question stung. If I had been a proper daughter, he would not have to ask. I would have had been perfect and gleaming with beauty or it's straight from my father's source especially with that highlight or or that notion we were talking about earlier of like if there's anything that she could be it is her father's daughter like that's that and like people can't even tell really mm-hmm. yeah that sucks yeah the one thing that she identifies as isn't apparent the one thing she has pride over <laughs> arguably the thing that she identifies herself as is a parent Instead of isn't a parent, a parent. Yeah. Oh, I'm so sorry. Uh, <laughs> that noise changed so quickly. Thank you, thank you. You're a great audience. <laughs> it only took me three to five business days to process that. Anyways. Uh... <laughs> oh, God. Hello, 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 and welcome to the tea break. Today I am having a nice chai, and it's really lovely on a warm day like today. Today I just want to announce that our Patreon is up and running. The link is in the episode description below. There'll be a few more tiers added in the future, but for now, this is where we're starting. So if you want to support us, please go ahead and become a patron today. I would really appreciate it. And if you can't do that, Remember, the best way to help a small podcast like us grow is by word of mouth. And I hope you're enjoying Cersei, so let's get back into it. At the end of chapter two, Cersei realizes she does not belong in this world. She's not accepted, but rather a creature that resides within it. What do you think will happen with that? She is going to say, when I was a young girl, my father took me into the city. I thought you were going to go see his cows. Cow see a bunch of cows. <laughs> he said, Cersei, when you grow up, I won't love you. That's it, bye. You're going was... to a mortal. <laughs> you're going to, I don't know, be useless. I don't know. Can that be our theme song for this episode? You're going to be a witch. 
and make all the men damned. Can you sing that part? And <laughs> make all the men damned. <laughs> Thank you. Uh... I don't like singing, so you got this for me. <laughs> so we already see that she's fasting with mortals and kind of hates other gods and nymphs mm-hmm. and stuff. So like, I can't imagine it's that far of a reach to be like, yeah, she's just going to leave the fucking realm of the divine and just go do mortal things. Do you That's think she I ever do. considers that, though? Like, it doesn't even seem like an option in her brain. I mean, she's young at this point. But do you mm-hmm. think she would willingly leave? I feel like, I don't know if she would, because she'd be like, that's all stuff out there I don't know, and fear of the unknown, versus she could just stay here with her dad and chill. I feel like willingly is a weird way of going. I don't think she's going to like consciously make the choice to be like, all right, I'm leaving this place forever. I'm I'm just going to go live in the, dev- in the mortal world. But I feel like she's going to, be like she has that curiosity with mortals, so she's going to spend more and more time with them. And kind of like uh, Sanderson wrote, there's no one clear path where you step out of the line. Oh, back to like, the Emperor's soul here. Yeah, she's gonna be like, over time, she's really she's spending more and more time in the moral. She's like, I don't even fucking like the gods. Why am I going back there anymore? Little Mermaid. Little Mermaid. Mermaid Little. Okay, so this ties to kind of like the, what Marty was calling basically her autistic side. Not Marty's autistic side, but Cersei's autistic side. I mean... Why not both? But do you think, though, that like she herself understands the rules enough to behave in the God Society? Say, like, I don't think she understands the rules for either realm, really. I think right now she spent all of her life growing up just being like, if my I'm gonna sit at my dad's feet, and if my dad's not here, I'm gonna wait for him. I don't want to interact with nobody or nothing. So, yeah, she's just kind of in limbo right now, like. Even if she does kind of know the etiquette, it's like, well, which one do I follow? Because I don't know who I am. Um, I... Go ahead. I'm Doesn't sorry, I keep talking. doing that. No. Um, <laughs> um, I actually, I feel like you can see her kind of questioning through it at that one point. She's like, well, the theory never said we couldn't touch him, yeah. talk to him, but still, like, what if someone comes? Like, yeah. I'm sorry, Cosmic, go ahead. No, but like, yeah, like you said, she's like not super worried about the cosmos. Like, you know, she's just kind of, you know, the rat in the walls doing her thing. But also, like, you can't be worried about something that you're not entirely certain, like what it is, right? She's kind of lived her entire life without any consequences. If she doesn't and understand, her... she's being abused half the time and neglected, and like yeah. just not so she's just included. Like... Yeah, she does this. I feel like she does a lot of what she does just because she doesn't understand. Which is like is kind of kind of autistic of her. She's like, she's like, yeah, it's like why wouldn't they didn't say I couldn't, so why can't I? I could see that having consequences, though. Absolutely, but like... Especially with the gods, because the gods are very uh, vindictive. <laughs> her only real experience with gods is Helios, her father, who has somewhat of a soft spot for her, and kind Oceanus, of. her grandfather, who seems to have no problem, no cares whatsoever about anything. He's just there. Yeah. I feel like it's just a matter of time until she fucks up the wrong rule, and they're like, okay, yeah, you're done. Maybe. I feel for like, sure. yeah, they're just kind of like waiting for something yeah a lot of this is me projecting to be fair there's nothing that's the beauty of reading though right is that we can put ourselves into the stories and that's how we bring our own unique perspectives and lenses and as the kids say i can cersei (laughs) (laughs) and oh my god and of course like the fact that like at the very beginning they're just like oh yeah they didn't have a name for what i'm going to become like that kind of thing Yes, that exactly. Um, and, <laughs> damn it. Uh, and 
just like even just like oh i might step on the wrong rule no i'm gonna make a new rule <laughs> i'm gonna i'm gonna give them a reason on accident oops we'll find out <laughs> this is i like what austin put in chat he said Same. she's untouch untouchable while she's at the foot of helios the moment that protection is gone she is too see he's spitting facts i know he should be here we're just i'm gonna harass him into this next time and then he like won't talk because he'll be afraid to interrupt and then he'll just put it in chat. I'll be like, oh, Austin has a good point. <laughs> Something Macha noticed in the first two chapters is that Cersei is the only one who seems concerned with others beyond what power they can give her. She has empathy. How do you think that will impact her, her life in the halls of the Titans? Tragically. She's going to get fucked over. <laughs> Again, projecting. <laughs> well, I mean, if you think about Greek mythology, a lot of people who have empathy get punished for trying to be a nice person for example prometheus yeah. <laughs> it's like hey we have we have this great element of fire and we should share it with other the It'd other be good they would like it they, they would, would enjoy like it, it. And they, they would like the warmth for you. that is ours that is our power I'll give them the power of the gods they'll do terrible exactly. awful things with it not that we aren't doing That's terrible awful yeah, right. things with it <laughs> Yeah, thank you, Prometheus. For... In... Sorry, go ahead, Beal. I was just gonna say thank you, Prometheus, for allowing us to have all the cool lights in everyone's backgrounds. <laughs> <laughs> I say, what are they gonna do with their power? Turn into a bull and fuck their own cows? Yeah. <laughs> Probably. Wow. Not. You know, I wouldn't Probably. put it past a lot of them. <laughs> <laughs> just you wait. <laughs> um, I had a thought. It's you gone. still have. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. Welcome to the ADHD thought. book club. Hold on, That's, that should be our tagline. Can that I be our tagline? Thought. Oh, I'm forcing it already. Like, uh, <laughs> I had a thought. It's gone now. Yeah. Is that our tagline? Yeah. Um, hold on. What were we talking about, Cersei? Oh, something that uh, I noticed is that like the Prometheus punishment is different in this book than the myths that I, at least I read as a kid, where like he was chained to a rock and had a eagle come and pluck out his liver for eternity. Mm -hmm. I, yes. Yeah. Yep. Right. I was wondering if it was a, like if this was supposed to be for this specific punishment, and I figured it was, but I didn't know for sure. See, sometimes I wonder if like they will have that as like another punishment as well, and it's just like them showing Prometheus getting punishment to the other Titans as like a show, mm -hmm. or if that is just his punishment now as he got whipped for a bit. Yeah, I feel like that might be because if they're real pissed off on him, they want him to suffer before he suffers. A suffer appetizer, if you will. They they want to make a show out of it. They want the novelty because everything's about novelty, right? True. And so you make a show out of it until they get bored, and then you send them to his real punishment. That's a little less... Underworld. <laughs> yeah. 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 Thank you, Portal Turret, for, for teaching me that. <laughs> oh, um, Prometheus? Yes. Oh, the, the defective turret? Yes. I'm different. Good times. I'm, I'm different. different. I'm so oh, proud right. that Cole has played Portal 2 now. In one sitting, too. Props. Like, that's, that's fun. It wasn't that hard. There's that one that I got stuck on for like half an hour, it felt like. I got stuck on them for longer, but I also got motion sick while playing it, so that made it Even then, like, I should, like, As soon as I figured out what I had to do for that one, I figured it the first half out, and then I got stuck on the second half for another 10 minutes, but you know, it's fine. <laughs> Life was pretty good. No one murdered me. Or put me in a potato. Me in a potato. <laughs> I had a pretty good life. And then you came up. You... Dangerous mute lunatic. 
anyways oh uh, god so those are all the questions i have slash matcha has no, i was like those are mostly my questions so that's fine uh does anyone else have any questions anything they want to talk about for these first two chapters overall how they're feeling about the book yet so far so these like first two chapter chapters were obviously about like the beginnings of cersei like trying to find herself trying to figure out what exactly she was and where she fit in with the rest of her family and like all these people around her trying to figure out what to do with her but now and in the future and stuff and her kind of going around to you know anyone in her family and being like hey i have this like you no but you're not actually like me like stuff like that um and so I wanted to bring up the dagger, which is in this list, mm-hmm. um, in uh, Helios's treasury, when she she takes the dagger out, and one of the things that she knows is like the gods bleed gold, gold yep. or like yeah, and then she like pricks herself with the dagger, and I feel like this is like the final like kind of click into place that like yeah, I guess I don't really sit in anywhere here because she bled red. And, like, she was alone in that scene and, like, it just felt like... To me, it felt like a really, like, visceral, like, realization of, like, wow, so maybe I am, like, really alone where I am right now. And, like, what the next step? And I guess we'll find out in the next chapters. Next week. I wanted to say something about the dagger too actually before we yeah um so i had the question written down i said she likes the dagger most of all from helios's treasury stating that a king had tried to win his favor with the dagger and of course it didn't work it it feels like a reflection of like cersei's longing for that so it's like it's it's just a physical representation of that like i want his i want his love i want his attention i want something I mean, I think there's a few of those in the chapters that I think are really cool. I, going back to the obsidian walls as well, like the obsidian, blah, blah, blah. the obsidian walls light up when Helios is there, but not when I'm there. I don't, I don't know. I love it. Like, or it's like they, it's so vibrant and pretty when he's there, but it's dark and depressing when he's gone. Yes, he's or the literal son. Yeah, yep, literal son of her life. S U N, not S O N, because that's weird. Is there anything else? I will say the writing in this book is just gorgeous. Like, yeah, I'm loving yeah. it so far. It's that so is. different than like Sanderson's writing. Like Sanderson's writing yes. is easy and feels very approachable, but like this flows and it's like poetic. Almost. Like Sanderson is very uh, like plot heavy or like plot driven, whereas this is very imagery and very like look at these pretty pictures I'm going to paint with my words. Mm. Was that the last book you read? Yeah, we read The Emperor's Soul by Brandon Sanderson was the first book we read as book club. So it's a little <laughs> novella, basically, that took us... 100 pages took us five weeks. Oh, wow. Nice. We, we read slow, like, little chunks. Make it easy for people like all of us yeah. who forget to read. <laughs> I'm pointing at Tevin, but it's happened to all of us. Uh, Except like- me, because I really have to, like, have the questions ready or else I don't know what the fuck we would do. Miracle has to have the questions ready. <laughs> One of us will get it done within the next day, probably. I usually read it by like Tuesdays, usually Tuesdays or Wednesdays, just so I have time to like actually sit down with it and yeah. write the stuff. So, uh, first two chapters. How's everyone feeling about the book overall? How do you think it's gonna progress? 
any wild claims about this ancient myth that we're reading? I bet she's going to turn some men into pigs. Seems like a pretty far-fetched idea. she's going to have like idea? an island that she owns as like some sort of spa? Yeah, there might be a turtle napping on a beach towel. Okay. That was actually from Percy Jackson. That does. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love Amazing. It. I know very little and I'm very excited to know more because, again, most of my experience of anything is like Hades and then just the extra side stuff that I just happened to see growing up at some yeah. point. Did you miss me, Zagreus? Miss yes. me, Zagreus. If you want more Greek books, I do have like a whole list on my Discord server. And the on ones by yeah, I have a lot, but the ones by Stephen Fry are probably the best ones to read, like the original myths or close enough to the original myths. Um, and he does like an audio book for them, and his audio books are just fantastic. Would recommend highly. He narrates them, so it's mm. well, that's okay. awesome. Speaking of audiobook, I can confirm that this audiobook has been really good so far. I really like the the voice and everything. Just the narrator. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mom said the nar- my mom did the audiobook and she said the narrator was just so nice to listen to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have such a problem when it comes to audiobooks cuz like I'll just I'll be listening but not paying attention. Yeah. I'll do the and same my thing. Issue with, like, <laughs> I tried to do both at the same time but I was kind of my hand was a little forced today. So Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I read it earlier this week, and then today, since I read it like pretty early in the week, I listened to it today while playing Backpack Hero. Nice. <laughs> Did I remember anything that I listened to now? It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Right. It. It's fine. Let's go around and everyone plug themselves, talk about any products they have going on, what they're doing upcoming, starting with Martell's. Okay, Um. social stuff. Uh, again, my name is Marty. I am It's Marty's Mom on Twitch, TikTok, which hopefully doesn't get deleted. Twitter. I am also on TikTok for fashion at Marty SMX or Marty's Mix on TikTok and Instagram. Uh, I stream Mondays, Wednesdays, and Saturdays. Um, and I'm a horror streamer. And if you'd like to come uh, check me out, um, you should. It's fun. I'd appreciate it. Matcha. Hey. Matcha. It's me. I'm Matcha Mello. I stream on Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Saturdays. Thursday nights are usually book club streams, but these will also these will also be a podcast. I'm also working on another podcast with Cole that I'm very, very excited to. We're going to be recording episode one on Wednesday, which I need to do all the research for. Um, I'm also on most social media platforms, except those owned by Meta, because fuck Meta. That's just going to be like a normal part of my outro, and I'm fine with that. I respect it. But... I'm grateful for everyone who hangs out here, and I'm grateful for this book club. It's one of like my favorite things I've done recently. So proud of it. And we're going to go Cosmic. Oh, hello. It is me, Cosmic. Also Egg. Also Veronica. And I don't really have much of a schedule stream right now. I haven't streamed in a while. I've been taking a little bit of a break just to kind of, you know, figure out if streaming is really right for me and if I'm approaching it in a way that makes me happy or in a way that feels bad. So, but it will be on. Maybe maybe reduce it to like maybe like once a week and kind of keep pressure off um, because I do enjoy doing it. But anyway. Mental health. <laughs> Mental health, yeah. But yeah, lately I've just been drawing. I've been taking some like online figure drawing classes, trying to brush up and figure out what my next vision or next road that my illustration's gonna take will be and we're gonna take it day by day and skate from there 
I will say I really enjoy your drawings of weapons. Oh, They're thank very you. Beautiful. Yeah. Yes. Thank you. Look at your page. That's really dope. I like all of them. I might buy some. Yeah, you probably have like twenty yeah, notifications look- from me. Uh, <laughs> go look at go look <laughs> at Cosmic's art. It's fucking cool. <laughs> do it. Do it. Well, thank you for that, and thank you for the kind words. And now let's turn it over to Cole. I am Universal Catboy. I go by Cole. Uh, I am on Universal Catboy on all platforms that I'm on. So that would be TikTok, Twitter, and Twitch. Those are the only three that really fucking matter. Instagram is useless, in my opinion. Sorry, Marty. <laughs> Instagram's fine for people who are good at taking pictures. I'm not good at taking pictures. Nah, Instagram is meant, to be honest. Fair. Uh, I stream Mondays, Wednesdays, Friday. No, Mondays. No. <laughs> That's Mar- that's not that's Marty's schedule. <laughs> you probably know it better than I do. I had to think about it. So I stream Wednesdays, Saturdays, and Sundays. Uh, that might be switching up soon. I don't fucking know. I do literally anything. I played Portal uh, last Saturday, Hollow Knight the day before, and Backpack Hero recently. I just do whatever. It doesn't. It changes a lot. It's just all about him, and that's why we're there. But yeah, my streams are mostly just me trying to talk with people and hang out and make friends, and the games are kind of just background noise. Uh, I'm also working on podcasts with Matcha. We are working on this one, making it better, and Damn. <laughs> just like more <laughs> structured. I know. We're doing great. I'm really proud of how far it's come already. The only way it's going to get better is if you take me out of it. No, you're here forever. <laughs> you're trapped. You're in my walls, so you can't leave. I'm sorry. I'll take you out on a date, ooh woo. Ooh woo? A date or a sniper? Ooh-woo. Both. Why Fair. Both? That's about it. Yeah. Beals. You were. Now that's last. me. I'm Tevin. I'm Teals. I'm Beals. You can find me at Beals and F at a lot of places. I am uh, consistently dying b- despite Scoop's best wishes of me. Uh, and I stream whenever I feel like it. And by that, I mean like usually just Thursdays after this. Like. <laughs> Oh, uh, I yeah, I I'm I harassing him here. into streaming by being in book club. It's true. I play played up with matcha. I'm also trying to play more Celeste. They did that like strawberry mod thing. I used to stream some Dead by Daylight. That might happen again soon. They have a DDoSing thing going on right now, though. I ain't touching that. But whatever. I just like I said, I work here. I'm Beals. Come say hi. Well, that's been ADHD Book Club. Thank you all for listening. Uh, join us next week where we talk about episode chapters three and four. If you want to read along, read those. Want to re- yeah. Thank you. Uh, other than that, everyone have a great day. Night. Time zone. Have a great whatever. <laughs> <laughs>